And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi there, and welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we say that we review movies for people who like to think. That's right. Nobody's going to think about the movie that we're reviewing today. No, I think it'll be movies for people who drink after they've seen this movie. Absolutely. It is called <laughs> Basic Instinct 2. How coy. <laughs> the subtitle is Risk Addiction, and it stars... Would you ever forget Sharon Stone as Catherine Trammell, the role she played 14 years ago in mm-hmm. Basic Instinct? And I usually, as you know, on this show, give the bare bones of the plot. Yes, I know. I don't want to do that. You don't? I don't want to do that because this picture is so rotten. <laughs> Are you afraid that your description will entice people to go to see it? Maybe so. Uh-huh. It is very, very gross. Well, tell a little bit about how All the, right. the plot unfolds. Okay. Catherine Trammell, Sharon Stone. She is a novelist, as she was in the first film. She's once again in trouble with the law because in the first scene in the film, during the credits, she is in a speeding car. You don't want me to say this. No, I wouldn't say the whole thing. Not the whole thing. She's in a speeding car with a football player. She's driving. The car is going 120 miles an hour, and they are doing some, frankly, obscene things. She drives off a bridge. The car goes into the river. She swims away from it. The guy drowns. Now she's in trouble once again. Ah, that Catherine. That Catherine. What a cut What a crazy kid she is. Yeah, isn't, isn't she, she though? So Scotland Yard, oh, this happens in London, of course. Scotland Yard is suspicious of her, and they appoint a psychiatrist, Dr. Michael Glass, played by the co-star of this film, David Morrissey, to evaluate her. But like Detective Nick Curran, the part played by Michael Douglas in the first film, he's very entranced by Catherine Trammell. Falls under her spell. Lured into a seductive game. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so trashy. (laughs) All I can tell you about it is, as you know, in the press releases, they give a tagline for every movie. And the tagline for this film is, everything interesting begins in the mind. That's very true, because it sure didn't begin on the screen. Oh my (laughs) God, Anne, this is dreadful. It's a terrible picture. In fact, it's not just a bad movie. There were many pathetic allusions to kinky sex, deathly sex, verboten sex, but none of it made this movie remotely sexy. In fact, I think watching Sharon Stone manipulate her fellas in this picture is about as sexy as watching your grandma do a pole dance. My grandma was very good on the pole. The North Pole or the South Pole? (laughs) And truth is, I think there's something that falls into the category of desperate actresses. And this movie is that. And Sharon Stone has publicized her age very openly. She's 48. And she's very proud of the fact that she looks as good as she does. She looks fantastic. I'll give her that. She does. And the fact is that she likes to exhibit herself in this manner. I've seen her on many talk shows and give a lot of interviews regarding Basic Instinct 2. And in fact, she was disappointed when the producers, in order to get a decent rating, an R rating, had to take out many of the more salacious scenes, which Sharon Stone vehemently objected to. Right. So anyway, let's get back to Basic Instinct 2. Why doesn't the movie work? All right, let's start with the casting. Now we have Sharon Stone, who at best is about a B-minus actress. She's not a great actress. No, she's not. Now we go to her leading man, David Morrissey. David Morrissey. He's a British actor. Oh, he might be very good in certain British movies, but he is not a leading man. That's not to say that he's not a good actor. But Sharon Stone chewed him up and spit him out. Correct. I'm not talking about the characters now. I'm talking about the two actors. I am too. He could not deal with her. He could not relate to her. 
I didn't believe him for a moment. I felt desperately sorry for him. And I got tired of seeing him naked, too. Well, I didn't like any of the cast, to be honest with you. With the exception of the one true sexual presence. You know who I mean. Charlotte Rampling. Charlotte Rampling. So the casting created many problems for me. Now we have a screenplay that defies description. I'm not even going to talk about it because it's so awful. Then you have a director, Michael Caton-Jones, and it appeared to me less from the awful way he shot Sharon Stone in some of the scenes that he really didn't care for her all that much. And my hunch is she spit him out and had him for dinner as well. I can just imagine that every day he went to work, he must have run for cover every time Sharon Stone came out there because she is such a diva. The bottom line is Sharon Stone delivered every single speech in the same tone. She was drooling with sexual innuendo, and she made so much of her predatory manner. It was very, very boring. And, and she sounded awful. just like Mae West. Without the humor. Come up and see me sometimes, but Mae West was supposed to be funny. Yeah, she's not even campy, Sharon Stone, in this. Not at all. Let's say you gave it to Faye Dunaway. Oh, it would have been a right. whole different movie. Faye Dunaway would have played with that because she has such gifts. And she's so interesting. And Again, she's, it was still not a great script, but no. Faye Dunaway would have brought that film home. She certainly would have. So the truth is, Les, I think it's very sad when an actress reaches a certain age, let's say a mature age, and ends up doing material that really disgraces herself. I guess you could say any actress, but sometimes when girls are young, they can afford to make mistakes because, frankly, they'll have more opportunities to correct those mistakes. And in Sharon Stone's case... Well, I don't know what she's going to do because I think she's stuck with this one on her record for a long time. I agree with that. For me, this movie is one big, fat, red light, basic instinct to no way. <laughs> well, I wish I could say something different, Anne. I wish I could defend her, the film, the director, the other actors. <laughs> There's just nothing. But you're absolutely right. This is garbage. This is red light. Stop. Do not, under any circumstances, go to see this film. And I'm giving it a red light. And I got to tell you that when I saw the film mm -hmm. in the middle of a Saturday afternoon, yeah. I looked around the theater. I got to tell you, I have showered with more people than were in this theater <laughs> to watch that movie. By the way, I happened to go <laughs> to an early showing of the picture on the day that it opened. And I was intrigued by one fact. Everybody in the theater was single. Don't tell me with their raincoats. <laughs> I spotted a few. But anyway, this is a pretty awful film experience. And I'm just sorry for all the crew. It was just a dreadful bore. Terrible movie. Basic Instinct 2, Risk Addiction, starring Sharon Stone. Please don't go see this. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. There are so many other things to do with your life. Maybe you need to straighten out your sock drawer. Do that. <laughs> don't see this movie. It's the worst waste of time I can imagine. In fact, you know what, Les? We've spent too much time talking about this. Movie. You're right. Let's stop right now. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place. The sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work, and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. 
check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.